Disney was an anti-Semitic piece of shit. The place where children are given a voice. What is shut up? He was as bigoted a person as I've ever encountered. Walt found pleasure in bringing his employees to tears just so he could break them. He, he didn't like a, a and he said, what's that neat going around here? He said, well, he's pretty dark. Get rid of him. No character skinless Jim. Jim shit, children skin. Let's get into it. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can live out your MasterChef dreams. When you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Welcome back to the Let's Get Into a Podcast. A lot of people associate Disney with happiness and joy, but there is a darkness to Disney and it starts at the top with Walt Disney. There's also a bunch of employees and conspiracies. Like, why are so many employees working at Disney arrested for messing around with minors? It's definitely not a good look. This is going to be a two-part podcast because in today's episode, we're going to talk about Walt Disney, who he is, and why his employees are so problematic there's going to be some conspiracies to go along with those as well then in part two we're going to talk about the dirty jokes in his movies the movies we grew up with and this story about dead bodies being buried on disney's golden oaks ranch there's a lot to unpack here so let's go ahead and get into it now mr walt disney is a real person and he had a dark side to him he was born in 1901 in chicago but he spent most of his life in kansas city missouri it's known that walt disney had a difficult upbringing with a strict and potentially a father. Now this part is giving me some Gypsy Rose Blanchard energy because his birth certificate actually was pretty suspicious because it listed him to being 10 years older than he thought he was. I guess it's kind of the opposite of Gypsy Rose Blanchard, but same kind of energy. This caused Walt Disney to have tension with his parents. He kind of felt like he didn't belong. Something was wrong there and actually one of his movies, Peter Pan, was inspired by that. We've learned a little bit more about Walt Disney since his passing and his brother sharing horrific stories about their father about their father like 
beating at them. And then one day, actually, Walt Disney stood up to his father. His father broke down and said he would never do it again. So that's a lot for these boys to go through. Often being taken to the woodshed and abused by his father. Walt's brother Roy would often boast about how he encouraged Walt to stand up to their father and refuse to take a beating. In Walt's doing so, Roy claims their father broke down and cried, vowing to never beat them again. Disney shows many signs of being an child that never received treatment or therapy. Now, Walt started off his career as an animator, which makes sense, and he ended up marrying a woman that he thought he loved. But there are reports that once his wife became pregnant eight years into their marriage, he had a full breakdown. According to reports, Walt Disney developed a drinking habit and smoked 60 cigarettes a day. I feel like he probably sounded like Big Ange by the time that he passed away, which... Rest in peace to Big Ange, we love her, and I miss her raspy voice. But Walt had more than just addiction issues. He suffered from nervous breakdowns and compulsively washed his hands every hour. So he definitely had some OCD tendencies, which I feel like we can all kind of relate to. Like, I'm very OCD about cleaning. I have to have everything clean. Sometimes it is a problem, but you know what? I mean, it's a good problem to have. Washing his hands, though, probably to the point when they're raw, not a vibe. I, I couldn't do it. Now, Walt established his own animation company. He had a team below him, but in 1941, there were some problems. His workers were not happy with their wages, and they actually went on strike against him. Now, Walt Disney did not give in to his team very easily. He did not just, like, you know, give them more money. So they kind of did things to taunt him, and I think it kind of, like, started the culture of this like perversive like attitude at Disney like for example on his 35th birthday the animators threw him a party where they screened an explicit cartoon featuring Mickey and Minnie and maybe some people would think that's funny watching Mickey and Minnie ew actually who would I'm sure there are people that get off at like I'm sure that exists somewhere just nowadays but back then um, you know, in the 40s, they created this kind of as a way to, like, you know, say F you to him and the brand he's built. Now, Walt Disney did not appreciate this animation. He actually laughed a little bit. People thought it was cool. And then he asked, who created this? Two people stepped forward and he immediately fired them and just instructed everyone to destroy any, like, record of this tape. He did not want this out there. He was Furious, so not a great little surprise party by his employees. It's reported that those two employees walked out of that building in silence. So there's definitely like some type of environment of fear, especially of the big boss. But it seems like he's got a lot on his plate. Actually, there was a report that he had like accidentally killed his mother, which sounds very dramatic. But unfortunately, it's kind of what happened. I mean, again, it's Completely an accident. Once Walt Disney started making some money, he bought his parents a nice house, which is a great thing to do. Congratulations. But when the furnace broke, he sent some of his employees to go and fix it, and they were inexperienced workers, which caused a gas leak and led to his mother's death. I wonder what he did to those employees. If the, you know, the two employees were fired on the spot for creating that animation, I feel like those employees got something much, much worse. But through his early animations, he was pretty provocative. I mean, he was born in 1901, which is not an excuse, but it explains maybe why he's so nasty, mean to racism, like racism thing. <laughs> I'm trying to, you know, speak along YouTube's guidelines. Um, let's just say it. I mean, he's got some racism. 
and anti stuff out there. So I don't know why he's going after the black people and the Jewish people, but he's gone after everyone. And we've got to talk a little bit about this because he's the man who really fueled this cartoon. Here's a clip I found of a few clips of Mr. Walt Disney talking about some things he believes in, which just, I think, speaks volumes. Disney was an anti-Semitic piece of When I was a boy in Missouri, I practically lived outdoors. I find I don't make it quite as often now, but like millions of others, I like to enjoy it when I can. He was as bigoted a person as I've ever encountered, especially in a position of power. He made no bones about not liking this or that type of people. He especially hated, uh, oh God, he he didn't like Jews, especially New York ones. So this man grew up with this mentality, got a lot of power, and he was not shy about it. Actually, at one point, Disney associated with the Motion Picture Alliance, which was seen as an anti-Semitic group. The Song of South was also released without approval from the National Association for Advancement of Colored People. I don't know if they still use that type of phrasing. That's what the reporting is saying. But nonetheless, Disney was super reckless with who they partnered with and what they released. You can live out your MasterChef dream when you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. It's actually incredible that like it's so known in the industry that Disney was against these type of people that this one woman who was part Jewish was fearful going into the studio and working with them because, I mean, I guess she's assuming that they would know this and uh, they don't approve of her kind, which sounds so I just can't even like fathom that happening. But it still happens today. So very much a problem. But back then, just everyone uh, you know, knew about it and didn't try to address it. Joan Scott had been aware of Disney's anti-Semitic reputation when she arrived at the studio. Being part Jewish, it made her feel uncomfortable. 
We were on our way to lunch at the commissary, and Disney's right-hand man came out the door and said, wait a minute, and he said, uh, Joan, um, I have a question from Walt. And he just wants to know what your background is. And I knew, I don't know if it's instinctively just common sense, that he didn't want to know if I was English or French. So I said, I'm really American hash. I'm some English, some Czech, some German, and uh, I'm an eighth Jewish. And you could see this man's face just change expression. So literally this man heard that she was an eighth, an eighth, and and he just had a reaction. He could not handle it. She wasn't good enough, I guess, to work with them, which I think is so sick and just close-minded and i don't know it just doesn't really make sense to me like we're all essentially human beings like the belief system is kind of separate from that that entity but yeah clearly you can't like reason with this mentality at one point mr disney personally hosted lenny renfenstahl a propagandist at his studio she later said it was gratifying to learn how thoroughly proper americans distance themselves from the smear campaigns of the so really, this man is ruthless, and I feel like back then, if there are social media and a lot of people learning this, like, constantly, like, I was listening to a podcast today that was explaining how, like, you know, back then, you know, people cared more about the economy than they did social issues, and I was thinking to myself, I think it's, like, the communication that we have now, you can learn about these things and learn to care, Um and maybe back then they weren't talking. I mean, you know, I'm sure nobody wanted to post all these stories about Walt Disney in the newspaper. So really people had no idea how nasty he was behind the scenes. And the people who did, they're not going to talk about it because they don't want to get blackballed. You know, whoever was hiring, I forget, uh, hired this very dark. I mean, he was blue, black Hindu, very dark. And um, <laughs> so Walt. It's also incredible to hear these people talk about how he was so dark, like just, I mean, this man's saying he's evil, but this is the Disney guy, the guy that created this, like, the happiest place on earth. I was, you know, walking along the hallway up to his room and must have made a take, like, you can't believe him when he saw that. God, he did a take and went up to his office, I guess, and he said, what's that, you know, what's that going around here? Oh, no, 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 well, no, well, he's not a nigga. He's a Hindu. So said, well, he's pretty dark. Get rid of him. Okay, I'm just, like, gasp. I mean, clearly this man is super ignorant. I can't believe he's, like, was, like, a world power back then with the amount of influence he had. This person commented, Walt Disney hired a bunch of not scientists after World War II. I know he was fascinated with the rocket science, but for more info, read the book by Jim Mars, The Rise of the Fourth Rate. Another person added, Walt Disney also hated Jews with a passion that would make Kanye and David Duke blush. Yet he won't get canceled in this lifetime. The mouse makes way too much money off his name. And I think you guys would already know this. If he doesn't like black people, he doesn't like Jewish people, he doesn't like really anyone besides white 
men. He clearly doesn't like women. There are reports indicating that Walt Disney preferred to keep women at low-ranking roles, so he wasn't going to sit at a table and discuss any big business deals or anything, really, with any woman. And when women did reach these certain roles in animation, he made it much more difficult for them. In the 30s and 40s, women had the role of inkers in animated films, meticulously hand-painted each cell for the creation of Snow White. Women reportedly worked over 80 hours per week. And that's around the same time they were going on strike against their workplace, so you already know they weren't paid properly. And it seems like Walt Disney kind of got off on watching his employees struggle, work for so long, work for so little, pushing people to their breaking point. And I don't know if it's something about his father that led him to do this, but it was widely reported. Walt found pleasure in bringing his employees to tears and often demanding impossible deadlines just so he could break them. Those close to him say he was desperately trying to recreate his childhood. Despite these women working on Snow White, when they started to ask for more, he pushed back. Walt Disney sent out a rejection letter to a woman saying, women do not do any of the creative work in connection with preparing the cartoons for the screen, as that work is performed entirely by young men. So he made it clear. He blatantly said that he does not want women in the workplace. They are not creative, and that's something for young men to do. Which, could you imagine that happening nowadays? Like, if, um, you know, Jeff Bezos or Elon Elon Musk said like, oh no, I, I refuse to work with women. They are just not capable. They're not creative. Yet he was able to say it clearly and move on without a problem. He also participated in American politics and strongly opposed communism. He displayed support towards companies and projects with questionable methods and even exposed his own animators as potential communists. Back then it was a different environment with the Cold War. I mean, people were scared and paranoid of communists. Like, I remember hearing about like the government like went through people who could be suspected as communists or those um in the military and it even happened to like LGBT people. I'm sure he didn't like those either. So I'm sure anyone that was, you know, part of a community he did not agree with or went against his beliefs, he tried to seek them out and expose them. According to sources, Walt Disney transformed himself from being affectionately known as Uncle Walt, everyone loved him, to becoming a distressing figure. He segregated Disney based on gender and declined to engage with way negotiations with employees. So he went from, uh, you know, the uncle you wanted to the uncle you were scared of, the boss from hell. And that's difficult to, I guess, maintain this, like, happy, joyful place of Disney and, you know, animation and cartoons when you are a despicable person. Like, you don't even really like kids. Here's an old clip of him talking and a baby will not stop crying. Part of the reason why I haven't gone to Disney much ever. I've gone once in Florida and once in California. I didn't really like grow up watching a ton of Disney, so it's never really been my thing to go to these places. But if they have an adults night, like I just the children, that would be hard for me. Years of working with them round the clock, Walt Disney was losing his patience with children. Welcome to Disneyland, the place so the place where children are oh my god. Please. The place where children are given a voice. Will you shut up? He developed a hatred for kids and was deliberately cruel to them. You don't fancy looking at me while I'm talking to you, huh? <laughs> oh, that's, that's fucking rude. What are you looking at, the castle? Parents also claimed that he was deliberately scaring children, but he argued that his new characters came with important moral messages. And here we are with a new character, Skinless Jim. Skinless Jim, I ain't got no skin. Oh, no. What are you going to do about that? Jim shit, children's skin. Well, that's good of you that you want to shit. Wait, so that's a cartoon. 
that he has created that like wants the skin of children, I guess, to scare children. <laughs> I guess that didn't land. They should make a horror film about that. Disney was eventually punished for his actions. So the judges said you can't make any films involving kids for a while. You're kidding. We just finished animating loads of films. Some of them are full of kids. Well, uh, I mean, I... what the hell are we going to do about Snow White and the seven weird looking... T Snow White and the seven weird looking... <gasps> oh, he is just like... Imagine him running for president. It kind of reminds me of someone, hmm, maybe someone in modern history. But I do want to talk a little bit about the workplace there. Specifically theories of Walt being a person who is into minors and someone who has been influential in the Illuminati space. I mean, we talked about him getting into American politics, so let's talk about how much control he really wants. I also want to talk about his employees because you guys know, like, he went through his employees and even nowadays since he's been gone, like he's had problematic employees at Disney and it just kind of seems like there's been a long culture of really nasty people running that place. So they're hiring like-minded people. Like here's a modern take. At least 35 employees of Disney World have been arrested in connection with messing around with children crimes, offenses since 2006. The news organization CNN reported that an investigation discovered that staff, including a concierge, a training tour guide, a bunch of people who are running the park and around your children were arrested. According to the report, a night shift manager was discovered writing a Christian church service while watching child content. That is so oh, it really is like you guys have heard about like the the churches and their scandals. So, yeah, it's giving that. Actually, I could do a podcast episode about that. You know, on the podcast, we get a little bit more controversial. Detectives carried out stings and received explicit messages from suspects that agreed to meet at the property. <gasps> Not at the property. So actually at the park as well. And they had cameras to record every move. One man named Robert was charged with soliciting a child to commit an inappropriate act. He had pled not guilty after saying that he was, in fact, trying to protect the 14-year-old girl from harm and that he loved working at the resort. Keep in mind that this man actually has four children of his own. And he says, my children won't believe that I'm guilty of this crime. Um, but yeah, you know, the messages and those type of things, they say a different story. Another creep named Alan faced five charges. <gasps> he was arrested after sending disgusting and explicit text messages to an undercover detective. And this guy thought it was a 14-year-old boy he was going to meet. This, oh God, what a creep. And that's why he's got five counts. Alan admitted that he hoped by traveling to meet the 14-year-old boy that things would lead to intimacy. It also seems like while they started investigating him, they found that he was guilty of doing things like this and being successful in the past. Of course, Disney has to explain why this is going on because there are a lot of facilities, companies that employ a lot of people, but we don't have record numbers like this. And there's Xavier Jackson. He's 27. He is accused of sending sexual images to someone he thought was a 14-year-old girl. Oh, did I mention that he just happens to be a lifeguard at the Polynesian Resort for Disney? You think there's a few children around there? Sheriff Grady Judd identified several other Disney I mean, at this point, there are so many people on this list. How do you even go through every person? One ex-employee actually admitted to taking hundreds of upskirt videos of women at the theme park. Which, if you guys don't know what that is, if I ever see any man doing that to a woman, I will go over and I will stomp their phone. Ugh. 
I had people, I've had people record me too in times where I'm like, I don't want to be recorded. Like, please do not record me. And I'm like, what do you like? Aren't we in the age of consent? Like, where's my consent? I'm telling you, I don't want to be recorded. So upskirt recordings when someone's like taking their phone, like putting it up someone's skirt to record what's going on up there, weirdo. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. The reports write that this guy had a whole different definition of the happiest place on earth. Police arrested a Walt Disney World employee after a security guard caught him recording an upskirt video of an 18-year-old woman. His name is Jorge. He was working at the Star Wars retail store at the Disney's Hollywood Studios. A woman was shopping for lightsabers with her fiancé when a guard reported this. It actually turns out that Jorge admitted to taking more than 500 upskirt videos of guests during his six years working at the theme park. He said he keeps the videos on his phone as a guilty pleasure and he uses them to get off to. Great. Wow. That I'm not great. I mean, gross. <laughs> I mean, just, geez. I mean, he's giving us everything. I guess he's been waiting to get caught. He actually faces charges of third degree felony video voyeurism for recording female guests without their knowledge. Now tell me how someone has over 500 instances of recording someone and like, you know, Disney's heavily monitored. They're constantly watching the cameras. You cannot tell me that he was not spotted before in the past, like, doing this. Like, how do you get away with it? Like, I mean, a hundred times. That's a lot, but 500 times. And here's some more. 76 images of horrible, frightening child. In this particular operation, we did not identify any victims that we could rescue. And that's our primary goal. Now, folks... Children have been victimized through video clips and or still photos as we targeted these folks who are victimizing children with just the swapping and selling and looking at child. But you're going to hear much more in just a minute. Paul Val, he's 40 from Davenport. He's married. He works at Disney World at Cosmic Rays Restaurant. In fact, he just recently moved to Polk County from Indiana, and he moved here specifically to work at Disney World. It's almost like this guy thought that this place would be a safe haven for him and other people like himself. I mean, just looking at the facts about Walt Disney and the person he was, it's kind of easy to understand why there are such dark and dreadful things going on at his facilities. Mr. Walt Disney spent a lot of time at his studio and had his own private accommodation at the center of Disneyland. He suffered many episodes of insomnia for which he would take alcohol and drink 
tranquilizers to go to sleep. He would go for weeks without setting foot on Holby Hills, his estate, or seeing his family. So he was constantly at the Disneyland, sleeping in his bunker. Now, there are people who theorize that there's a lot more darkness at play when it comes to Walt Disney and why he stayed at Disneyland and his connections to important, powerful people. I mean, in his work, you can see, like, this, for example, there's the words, ask about Illuminati. And one of his, you know, cartoons, they are mentioning the Illuminati, telling us to ask about them. And this is a child picture. There's also a club called Club 33 that's like on the premise. And you have to pay a lot of money to be a part of this. I'm not entirely sure how exclusive it is, but the way it's described just sounds kind of cult-ish. You know, Disney has a club, Club 33, where you have to pay six figures just to join. You pretty much have to be invited. It's a very exclusive club. The only real benefits of this club are like these secret restaurants in Disney. Oh, I heard those are good, though. You don't know want to know what's on that menu. Apparently, there's a club within that club where they throw private parties for the elite elite. The ultra-wealthy. People have, like, snuck in and taken pictures inside these places... And they have, like, artwork and statues of Baphomet. And they say that Walt Disney, in his parks, created a bunch of secret passageways. And they can be accessed through the Club 33 rooms. Why would they even need secret passageways? We've all heard the conspiracies about these Disney projects and some of these messages being within his films, just blatantly out there. I mean, if you Google subliminal messaging in Disney movies, you'll see a lot. One person wrote, I remember when I researched about Walt Disney, I found that he was a 33 degree Freemason and was into brainwashing through subliminal messaging. This is why now Walt Disney today has distanced itself from the former versions. And if you do look at some of those older cartoons like this one of Mickey, you'll see it's pretty inappropriate. He's got his, you know, wiener sticking out and he's sticking it into cheese to make Swiss cheese. Pretty nasty. There's a lot more perverted jokes and disgusting things within his film. And we're going to dive into those in part two of our Disney coverage. So tune in for next week's episode and get ready because... It's going to ruin your childhood. Absolutely it will. But thank you for watching this episode. Leave a comment below and I'll see you guys next time. Bye guys. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.